technology is easy, people are hard. Managing people is one of the craziest things. You need a good HR person, you need to know how to relate to people. And I know why people are trying to come up with robots because there's way less issues to deal with when you deal with a robot than a person. The worst kind of person to have on your team is that guy who sits in the corner, who you're not really sure what he does. And every time you ask him what he's doing, he says, I'm running. And you're like, where are you running to? What do you mean you're running? Oh, no, no, I'm winning. You're winning for what? And we all have those kinds of guys on our team at some point in our lives. But the idea is how do we keep attracting the best people back to our teams? If you do something that's, um, that's great, you're going to attract great people. If your company culture is great, you'll attract better people. But when you get these people in a room and you sit down with them, how do you know if they're going to be a right fit for you? I was speaking to a mentor and CEO, and here's one of the things he said is, when you hire someone, it's one of the most important decisions that you make. So you cannot take it lightly. You know that, that old saying that goes, be slow to hire, quick to fire, right? It doesn't work in Africa all the time because you've got all these labor laws, but be slow to hire. So how do you know if the guy's right? So here's a few things to consider. When you're speaking with someone or interviewing them, ask them these two questions. Number one, if you were to rate yourself between a scale of one to 10, 10 being the highest that you could possibly be and one being the lowest, what would you rate yourself? And so that guy gives you an answer. Maybe he says, well, I'm, I'm a seven right? Which is, I guess, good self-esteem. And then you ask him a second question, which is, okay, if you were to go to a nine, what would it take to get you there? This is where the crux comes in. This is how you know where this person's at. If he says, well, I need to have more money. I need a better girlfriend. I need cooler parents. I need more time in the weekends. Then he is making a locus of control outside of himself. So he's saying that it's not me that's the issue. It's everything else. And that kind of person will probably never change. The Rich Colton who hires some of the greatest people in the world, they actually have a waiting list, about 20,000 people trying to just work at their hotel because it's such a great culture. One of the things they said is that by the time a person is 20, they either care or they don't. And so this is how you know a person cares is does he really care about what he's doing or is he constantly blaming everyone else around him? So the second answer they could give is, well, for me to move from a seven to a nine, I would have to maybe wake up earlier. I would like to go to the gym to clear my head more. I need to give more time on the weekends into my own research to make sure that I become better and more skilled at what I do. That's the kind of person you want to hire because they will always bring it back to their initiative. You want to hire people with initiative. You want people on your team with initiative. Once you have someone on your team who's constantly blaming everywhere else or everything outside of them and their decisions, then that can creep into the team and then you just have a blame game. The whole culture just starts to shift and everyone's saying, well, we live in a terrible nation, our city's terrible. If we just had this, it would be better. And once you have that in your culture, it's hard to get out. So look at hiring for attitude, not necessarily skill. Always go for attitude. You can always craft skill into a good attitude, but it's really hard to craft a good attitude into a skillful person. So again, this can even be down to volunteers. If you're running a church and you've got, you need more team members on the team, Ask them those questions because the worst thing to do is get a volunteer with a bad attitude because you're not paying them. So then they can always give you attitude, bad attitude. So watch carefully who you hire. What's the team's attitude? Come up with a rule list for attitudes in the team. And when you look at bringing new people onto your team, ask them those two questions. What would you rate yourself from a uh, number between one and 10? And whatever that number is, how would you come up higher? If it's a seven, how would you become a nine? Let them 
answer and that'll determine where they're at in terms of their initiative and their responsibility. So look at hiring for attitude, not, not necessarily skill. Always go for attitude. You can always craft skill into a good attitude, but it's really hard to craft a good attitude into a skillful person. So again, this can even be down to volunteers. If you're running a church, you need more team members on the team. Ask them those questions because the worst thing to do is get a volunteer with a bad attitude because you're not paying them. So then they can always give you attitude, bad attitude. So again, those are two questions to ask every person that you are considering bringing onto the team.